0: is it anyway a podcast all about our gaming group and of course board games i'm james davy your current first player and i'm joined by other players curly hey guys jp howdy and today we're going to be banging heads and talking about mind clash how is everyone doing today pretty
1: good sweltering yeah, yeah we've safe. decided to record on the hottest day of the yeah, year in my dining room which is very warm because yeah. we have to close the door. So if you
0: hear a slight dripping sound, it's the sweat <laughs> coming off of my head onto the table. Not the excitement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not often I get my
2: legs out and wear shorts, but yeah, today it's a requirement. Oh, you're so sexy. I know. <laughs> I can't help it, mate. Can't help it. But no, we're we yes.
1: doing the usual British thing, aren't we? Of Oh, the weather. Oh, let's talk about the weather. Because no, we're too. so, um, well, what's the word? We're not catered for nearly mid-30 degree heat in this country no it? aircon what's aircon we have to yeah. go and sit in a car. just turn the heating up yeah, yeah. got <laughs> to sit in our cars yeah yes it is nice the journey over yeah. I was just like oh, so cool in this car <laughs> I've got to get out of it now the irony is I had an email from the energy company saying oh we're, we're going to put your um your bill up and I was thinking what energy <laughs> it's all free it's coming from that big ball in the sky <laughs> bugger off but there we go yeah,
0: so we might be stripping off as the episode goes on yeah who knows Good job, it's a podcast. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> no one's ready for that <laughs> no. So, into our favourite segment, let's talk about hex. So, what's ever been playing recently,
2: Curly? Uh, so, I've well, I picked up Spirit Island at the expo. Woo! Um, I've been looking for it for a little while but I kind of decided as a, as a treat me and Becky were going to pick that up between us. Um, Everyone's and, kind of been jumping on that being we want to play we want yeah, to play. Yeah. 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 It's, it's not worked out quite yet but we got no. one in I think for like September the God knows what. <laughs> uh, we have to book a minute in a these these parts. <laughs> um, but yeah so me, me and Becky have been playing the hell out of that game. It's uh, absolutely fantastic. We are loving it. It's my one of my favourite games to play a two player to be mm. honest. Mm. In, in fact my favourite game to play at two player nice. albums. Um Yeah, so I'm interested to get four people around the table to play it as well, because that'd be really interesting. You can do three as well. Um, but yeah, essentially all it is is you are playing a bunch of spirits on an island. And you're hence being, the name. Hence the name. Um, <laughs> See and, what they did with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And essentially it kind of plays like you've been colonised, really, by, you know, uh, X ray like settlers from, you know, what is it probably with the big exploration countries? Spain, Portugal, all all. yeah. Yeah, and the, and it does there's an alternate mode I haven't tried yet, where there's literally the different nationalities have different special abilities to try and take you out. Okay. But you're um you're essentially trying to fight them all off. So you've got and you've got lots of different spirits to pick from, obviously more with expansions, but I think there's in the base game about eight or nine. Um and you've got to try and balance between you all between um a few different specializations that they might have so one's really good at defending against them attacking you one's really good against sort of taking them out others are good at causing fear which gives you a, like positive effects mm-hmm. over the game um so you've got to balance set up is the first job but essentially um they get three different rounds, they can build, they can raise and they can explore and that is just them basically spewing out all over your lovely island. and like you just... virus. Yeah, yeah, that's it. No, it's exactly like that. And you've got to keep on top of them by stopping them building, by killing them to stop them raising and you, know, you let one get out of hand and it quickly builds up and... Yeah, it takes you out basically. But
0: yeah, sounds good.
2: Yeah, it's um yeah, and and it's also a lovely deck builder as well. It's kinda of, I say deck builder because you don't like draw the cards, you just get them. Yeah. But you're constantly upgrading the cards in your hand to play and you know. Mm. And yeah, nice. It's um yeah, great fun. Absolutely great fun. I'd recommend it to anyone, but um actually would I recommend it to anyone? No, because it's quite complicated considering the theming. Everyone says it's it's complicated. It's not complicated compared to some games that we've played in the past, like Mind Clash, for an yeah. example. But I think the theming draws in people who are not used to said complication. Yeah. So I think, you know, people... Are, it is, you know, I think... Be- Becky crunchy one, isn't Yeah, it? Becky was nearly in tears. On that <laughs> she, it, and it's not... It was just through frustration. She was just like... She knows she's intelligent enough to understand what's going on, but no matter what way she looked at it, she wasn't quite getting it. Yeah. And I think she just got a little bit frustrated with it. But she absolutely loves it now, she's got to grips with it. But yeah. it is a you have to really want to do it if you're not into that complication level sounds yeah. good to me yeah Yeah. Well, yeah we're, look like, forward to playing it all.
1: there's, there's yeah, three yeah. of us here that love heavy games isn't it like yeah, on you know, the heavy side so uh, but like no, them I, all any game really it really doesn't really matter does it no. game yeah <laughs> light <laughs> medium heavy <laughs> whatever we yeah. all do. I think what intrigued me actually was with the system that I saw and I haven't played this so I'm probably talking bollocks Um but is there like the cards you play the like slow and fast cards and yeah. then you play
2: before the,
1: uh, the, the gets up there. That turn. was
2: exactly what caught Becky out. So right. basically, you start the turn, you gain all your income, which you can improve by spreading out all over the board. Essentially, you take your turn, you get new cards, you do all your bits of bobs, then you play your cards. Now, the before the enemy gets a turn, the fast cards go off. After the enemy get their turn, the slow cards go off. So
0: it's go. got like an initiative order of yeah. when cards work and exactly. the slow ones are
1: more powerful. I believe. You, generally speaking,
0: yeah. Or generally. cheaper
2: or something yeah. that makes... Or sense. have an effect that works in its time yeah. schedule. Yeah. Exactly. But it's really a matter of, I think, the, the trouble that Becky had was is like knowing the what the board state would be at the point where yeah. the slow moves Yeah, well, I guess that's where the challenge comes in, though, exactly. isn't it? Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, well, I mean, for an example, there's one character that makes himself go really fast, like all of his stuff goes fast, and he helps make the other person go fast. As well so it's it kind cool. of it's comboing together uh-huh. um, yeah so yeah but it is really interesting that's part of why i love I'm it buying up for it uh-huh. nice yeah same. same definitely keen how are
0: you
1: jp yeah well played anything f- other than burn
0: cycle, burn cycle, and... cycle <laughs> no,
1: it's, been, it's been a lot of burn cycle <laughs> uh, but i talked about that last time so that's <laughs> off the table uh now unfathomable i played uh which is my first stab at it Swoopy. i know yeah, I know uh, a few of the other guys and girls have talked about that on the podcast. I won't go into it too much because, mm. you know, we just keep talking about the same game. But no, I think from my my experience, was, yeah, really good. Uh, I played Battlestar Galactica lots, mm-hmm. lots and lots and lots of times. You've time. been there through the, the ups and the downs. Ups and downs. Chris been... stealing the cards, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've gone through that. I've been <laughs> accused by Davey of being a Cylon right from oh, five, a shock. <laughs> five minutes in the game and thinking, here we go uh but no i I thought actually they've done a great job with it on on the reskin i I really like the fact that they divorced the two well well, there wasn't two tracks but the 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 track that allows you to move your ship to the next location and the track that wipes all the, the crappy things off the board are now two separate tracks that you have to manage and maintain i just thought it was a simple but interesting design change which Adds like a lot more flavor to whatever side of the the fence you're kind of playing on. You know, do you want to rush that track or do you want to, you know, uh, prevent something else going on? And, and yeah, it's just it's just interesting. And uh, the fact that everything's now happening on the boat. So if you are, you know, evil, or is it a cultist, or the yeah, so there's a few different type of types. But the hybrid and... is a generic
2: yeah. one. The um the mixture is the
1: cultist oh, yeah so the hy- the hybrids when they reveal they're still on the ship just kind of punching you <laughs> getting in the way and <laughs> when it's, when oh, you it's jump from one of them along the navigation does it reset
0: the
2: other track as well no no, no. that's the point that's, yeah, that's yeah. what makes it different but i guess they were locked into bsg thematically like, yeah, thematically which makes sense. they had to do it that yeah. way right yeah, so yeah. even if they thought well oh, we don't really want to do it that way but that wouldn't make sense otherwise yeah, but you could have said that the ships just followed you because that kind of happened in *Bee but...
1: yeah, it can. It did, it did a certain <laughs> episodes. I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. Um, but but no, it's yeah, really really enjoyable. How it. do you how do you find the new theme? Yeah, I mean, I I don't mind the uh, Lovecraftian theme anyway. Personally, yeah, yeah. I it, it, I'm not super in love with the theme, and it doesn't offend me. So I'm kind of that person that you know I enjoy it. And I quite enjoyed Becky's uh, playlist. To... I think it more because it annoyed you. Yeah. yeah. So we What's had 20s jazz and oh, uh, oh 20, yes, yes, 20s music yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, some seagulls in the background. <laughs> yeah. Oh my life! It it's was like, like you're on a boat, though.
2: So you know, I, I, you know, it's like they do that that sound torture, where it's just like screaming yeah. in your ear, old uh, babies, uh, crying uh, and stuff. Yeah. That, that's how I feel about that that little playlist <laughs> that she put together. It's really good. I, I took the role of the captain. Um,
1: literally was the captain as the the character and I was obviously did you go captain. sit at the head of the table as well I was at the head of the table oh you were I kind yeah. oh, of oh, got myself go. in the role yeah. and I was just kind of ordering people around and everyone, loved, hat, it, everyone loved it everyone well, yeah. loved it yeah yeah it was like oh shut up um, but no it, it got to the part of the game where we're trying to suss out what's what and then you know you're obviously doing a skill check and then there's another naughty card or one more naughty card than there should be in, in the, yeah. the reveal and then you go here we go and we deduced it to being either Curly or Becky. That were the, the shits. And it ended up being both of you anyway. Yeah, so it, of lots of accusations. Evil lots of you two trying yeah. to deflect it onto the other one. Yeah. And all of that. It was good fun. And it came down really, really close, didn't it? It was... Um, I think we just had to jump one more time. Yeah. And we were about one space away. Mm. And then you just pipped it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. And you know, Becky yeah, just yeah. pipped it in the end. Thought, Did anyone yeah, chime in really with, your fucking evil... Oh
2: no! You know, yeah, yeah, many of these two. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of accusations going on. Yeah. I think I nearly convinced people that Chris might have been naughty. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. I was definitely getting some. You Until know, Tambo on had
1: uh, spotted his uh, identity card. But yeah, and then because Chris was trying to blame me, you know, being the captain that was evil that's ordering everything around. Yeah. And it's like man, I'm just getting into my role. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was quite. It was a good game. It was good fun. Yeah. I'd, uh, I did enjoy it. I thought what they've done with it is really good. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed it. I liked the fact that there
0: were items as well now. Yes. Mm. That, Guns like, up. Yeah, right. exactly. Yes. Yeah feels a little Spice bit more
1: like asymmetric, a... doesn't it? Just yes. Like every play's a little bit, a little bit different, different because of that. I like my trumpet, which allowed to rescue wow. I bet you do. <laughs> yeah, my trumpet was the best. I could rescue uh, all the passengers that were next it, to me. Is it yeah, up next to your really whip, whip and fedora yeah, as well? Is it? Yeah, my, my yeah. trumpet and my whip. Trumpet. I
2: quite enjoyed having my gun because it meant that when I actually revealed myself as a hybrid, I could jump into an area and just start gunning people down.
0: Yeah. And he did. <laughs> yes, I did <laughs> quite <laughs> a lot. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, I... For me, I've been playing uh, Clank Legacy, so I've been running a little campaign with my um, video game friends who I've mentioned before. Um, I've got them playing Clank Legacy and Dune Imperium other things now, but um, yeah, they're enjoying it. Um, I'm sure everyone's played Clank before, but if you haven't, it's just quite a simplistic deck builder. Um, you go out spend skill with your cards that you have on it and you buy movement it's got a board you have to move through Um, but if you start moving too fast you usually start creating clank which all goes into a bag and if your color gets pulled out of the bag which is meant to be a dragon you take damage and you've got to go to the bottom get an artifact and then get back out Um, which is harder than it sounds Um, (laughs) especially (laughs) when you're greedy (laughs) Yeah. yeah 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 um which has been really good. The only downside I would say with it is the secrets book where sometimes when stuff's going off, there's just so much reading going yeah, on in between. I remember that. And, um, yeah, that's, that's the only downside, but it is really good. We are enjoying it. Um, and then another game I've played, I'm going to put two in there. I'm going to cheat. Um, how dare he? Just because he's first player. I know. Gets yeah, to I get know. <laughs> I know. Um, is Ever Rain. And that's a beautiful looking game. Um, it's pretty much like a co-op uh, mansions, is probably is the best way to describe it, but it's a bit more open world. And you free roam, and you go around, you yeah. take boats about, and you upgrade your boat. Really good game, really enjoyable, just too much admin. Right. Too many dealing with certain cards of the decks. It's a nightmare getting it all out and putting yeah. it all away. So I don't know how long that's probably going to stay on my shelf for, but it is really good and I, uh, you know, and I do enjoy it. It's just when something becomes more kind of like desk work than actual playing a game, Mm -hmm. then you do feel like this is where the app side, I think, with a lot of other games have started bringing that in because it obviously reduces that. That work you have to do. So some people like it. I don't know. Yeah, they do. Yeah, exactly. It's just for me. The only problem I found of it was we were playing in the evenings, and it had a bit of a time limit on it as well. So maybe I need to play it in the day when I've got like a whole day to sit. And it kind of is a whole day game. I followed everyone's recommendations and not played it with more than two people. We've only played two people. And I'm glad we have because any more than that, I think it just you start losing interest in other people's stories, what's going on, and everything. Whereas with two, one reads out the stories and gives the choices, so there's always you're always kind of interacting, even on someone else's turn. But it's quite narrative-based game, is it? It's very narrative-based. Yeah, Yeah, you build like a little story deck, and then when you get to certain checkpoints, all of the stories go out into those decks, Mm -hmm. and then you pull them back out. Um, And yeah, it's just yeah it's just a bit too much upkeep i think too much too much admin but other than that it is a it is a really good game it looks beautiful on the table it's all got real nice um kind of lovecraftian horror aspect artwork and all the miniatures look really good little boats sailing around yeah um so uh, yeah really really good um so jury's out we'll
1: see we'll see if you keep it we'll see if it's yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah but. that's that so
0: moving on Now, we're talking about Mind Clash. If you don't know who Mind Clash are, we're going to do a little brief introduction of all of their
1: games and we're going to start with Cerebria. JP? Yeah, Cerebria is a primarily a 2v2 a area control game. Thematically, it's set inside someone's brain. Uh, it gets weird in the by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, is it inside well, out? Is it he, really- yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> inside out if you think that the emotions and spirits are all a bit kind of freaky and, and creaturesque and um yeah weird looking kind of thing um so you kind of have these two opposing uh sides um within cerebro you've got the the bliss and the gloom i'll let you work out which one's good and bad but <laughs> the gloom has a series of spirits that you can play as like hate and anger and, and all those kinds of things and then Bliss has ones like love and harmony and, and yeah and all those things. I think we were things. bliss last time, weren't we? We were, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We were the, hap- yeah, we were um, the happy, yeah, side, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it, it's kind of it works out like you've got uh, the board is probably the most colourful board I've ever seen in my life. It's like an assault on the eyes and senses, and it's really hard to explain on a podcast how this thing looks and works. But you've kind of got uh, five kind of areas like a pentagram, but there are ten spaces on this board. And then you've got like these triads of of card spaces that kind of wrap all the way around. So essentially you've got five actions that you can do on the board if you've got your spirit in the right place. Or you've got five actions that you can do, generally your spirit can do if you have unlocked them throughout the course of the game. And there's a starting setup thing where you can pick which of your actions to start with. Some of them you can like double down and make them really good to start with and then forego an entire action type uh, right from the start or you can be like the jack of all trades. So yeah, you can kind of like move uh, around the board. You can invoke uh, emotions um, onto the board, which act like your little minions helping to, to kind of dominate control of, of the areas. Um, you can quell and basically kill the other emotions uh, from the opposing team. to obviously rebalance area control. Uh, you can fortify where you can put those little um, pentagon plastic pieces on the board which adds to like defense strength of of what your uh, area is and you can also empower which means you can kind of get the emotions stronger and stronger to the point where actually they evolve into a like a higher being or a higher emotion and each of these emotions on the board have their own little special uh, abilities that allow you to do things and um, twist the kind of game uh, mechanics around a little quite bit. It's quite tug of war-esque isn't Very it? Very tug of war. Area control tug of war yeah. between you and either another team or player yeah so what's quite interesting about the game um is you have uh forget what they're called the game is full of terminology right that's the first i'd say barrier that you've got to break through with cerebra Mm -hmm. is that everything's got a a fun name you know your, your resources are willpower essence and ambitions and the vp track's called the wheel of intentions (laughs) and you know it just it's things like this i think the your goals or your your targets for for what you're trying to do each round are are aspirations i think i might be wrong yeah um let's just call them aspirations because it fits well with the theme Mm -hmm. right so you as a team on one side like the bliss team will have their aspiration the gloom team will have theirs and then there's a common aspiration in the middle that's visible to to both teams and that might be you must control the most. kind of sections on the board or it might be that you need to have the most emotions on the board or you might have to have uh, the biggest chain of emotions in a row whatever it might be so obviously the secret from each other apart from the common ones and you're trying to you know mus- like kind of muscle your way on, on the board but and very limited out.
0: actions from what i remember it was like oh i want to do this and you need um wasn't there an extra little cube that gave you an extra uh, action, or you
1: could do something else if you spent a certain resource. There's an ambition That's token it. that you share between you. Yes, and you've got to talk with the other player, going, "I really want to use that. And yeah, like, well, I was going to use that to do this thing. Yeah, um, so there's other ways of flipping it back over as well, wasn't there? Yeah, you can end your turn by getting uh, flipping that back over, or I think collecting willpower from memory. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, it's 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 an interesting game. It's not going to be for everyone, actually. Um, and I think. I quite enjoyed the game we had as a two v two. I'd like to play it one v one, just to see how that that works because you can play it just one v one. Yeah, I um, really
0: enjoyed the two v two as well, but um, just I do think it is one of those where it's if one side was enjoying it and the other wasn't, yeah, then maybe it will be better uh, two player because obviously there's going to be less downtime and also more agency of what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, if you're working in a,
1: a team and you're not working so well together, it could it's part of the game. Of, yeah, it's part of the game that you know, it's like most two v two games is that you kind of want to talk openly about what you're doing, but if you do, then the other team are listening. Yeah. So yeah. they're like, yeah, like Curly, what we need to do, mate, is we you need to go over there and I need to go over there, and then like, a, yeah, sure, if you do that, I'm gonna block you. Yeah. And yeah. and you end up in that kind of thing, which um, is not for everyone. No. Um I'm looking at it kind of curly here cuz well, I I I want
2: to chime in with this cuz yeah. 2v, 2v2 is my least favorite game yeah. mode of any. I, I cannot play like for an example, 2v2 game modes that I can think of the top of my head that I really didn't like is um Star Wars Rebellion. Rebellion. Yeah, I think that um, was War two. of the Ring uh and, and Cerebria. The are the three that I've tried. I don't think I've tried many others and I didn't like any of them. Yeah. Um now having said that before everyone gets up in arms I absolutely love War of the Ring, I absolutely love Star Wars Rebellion, yeah. 1v1. I just feel yeah. th- those are the types of games that Cerebria maybe doesn't fit into that, I don't know, So if 1v1, the... it, I don't feel like the, the addition of two extra players adds anything, it yeah. just takes away. Yeah. Cerebria, from what you're saying, maybe that's an exception, I have played it but a long time ago, and Probably years ago, it didn't yeah. click with me yet, I've got to be honest, um, but yeah, the whole 2v2 I'm not a big fan. Full yeah,
0: stop, I understand that with Rebellion and War of the Rings. because mm. for me that kind of feels it's pasted on you're, you're yeah. just, it feels you're tacked just on. filtering down the yeah. same amount
2: of jobs yes, you do as a one player it. into yeah. two yeah. And just but you, you do the space like
1: stuff and I'll do the land stuff yeah. Yeah. But, but what about the really important decision yeah. oh we do those together uh, yeah no, no, no. No. no I want to do it on my own yeah.
0: <laughs> whereas with Cerebia you still have a bit more agency over each
1: one of your turns I guess but it's part of the game yeah to try and synchronise with your partner in a way that doesn't give away what you're trying to do. So I remember David, me and you were on the same team and you were looking at me going, I hope you're gonna do what I think you're gonna do because I've just seen the opportunity on the board and and if you do it and and then when that happens you're like, yes um and then obviously it's not always gonna happen. Um so I think I think if you had like minded people who didn't mind that kind of game, I think you're right. I think two V two would work well. I am just intrigued to see how it works one on one V one because maybe yeah. that might lose something in the translation. I don't know. Well, it might actually be the same. It's just Mm. that you have all the decisions and Mm. you have all the choices. Yeah, it'd be
0: interesting whether it's more enjoyable or less enjoyable.
1: Or you're having to invest more in the the move actions on your spirits because you need to traverse the board a hell of a lot more than you would do in a Mm. two-player. And you you might miss the challenge of trying to work out the buzzword again. It's it's unique. There's no game like that.
0: And I
2: really like the theme. Yeah. I thing. quite like Hollow. Every everything about it made me want to try it. But yeah. I just, yeah, the TV two wasn't for me. But that I will say to everyone, I do like co games, so it's not like I can't work with other people or something. You like just that. said about Spirit Island. I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't like working with people against other people for the most yeah. part.
1: It's because you play games and you want to be the most efficient you can be, and you can't be. In, I don't think you can be in when you work cerebral. It a with a there was always a weak link.
3: <laughs> no,
2: it's, it's, you're absolutely correct, but something changes when it comes to a true co-op that means that competitiveness is out the window, and I oh, don't. it doesn't care matter as much. It's the game. So it's that's more about having fun, isn't so, it? Yeah, oh, mansions fun. and Spirit yeah. Island, and you know we could yeah, go that's, on that's and on. Yeah, that's different, like though, games. isn't it? Yeah, you're yeah. against yeah. the yeah. game then. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That yeah. that I'm fine with. Yeah,
1: makes sense. But no, it's it's fun game, interesting. Not going to be for everybody, but if you quite like that quirky theme, and there's yeah, there's a lot in there as a as a kind of tug of war area control game. It's 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 a lot of fun. Yeah, so that's Cerebria. Yeah. Another one they've done is
0: Anachrony, which Whee! Carly's going to have a brief <laughs> chat about. Yeah, <laughs> oh, sorry,
1: <I> got, <laughs> excited. <laughs> I got excited.
2: Got excited. Come on, Carly. No, I, you know, I will preface this by saying. Probably my favourite of all <laughs> yeah. the Mind Clash games, although the m- more recent ones are up there now. But yeah, Anachrony has always been my favourite. It's favorite. amazing. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to go into too much detail because it is a, quite a complicated game, to be fair, and the first play was a little bit of a struggle for my, so, why, world, yes. my what, poor yeah. brainer. Why Well, I think you still book. won. Why, I've got the rule book in front of you. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> yeah. it. That's I need it, did not I? <laughs> but no, it's, um, the, the idea of it is you play, uh, for want of a better word, a faction um, in a futuristic kind of earth. Um, and we've got futuristic technology. Ie, for a large part of the mechanism, the theming is time travel, for an example. Um, but at its base, I think it's probably just a Euro game with a few extra bells and whistles. it's on. worker placement. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of um, you, you've got water, which helps you recruit, and it's basically a resource of the future. But you recruit more workers. You put those workers then to work. Surprisingly. Um, you put them into jumpsuits to go to certain spaces you put them into buildings that you've purchased in our previous terms in order to use those buildings um, and you know you're working towards whatever goals are out in front of you it's fairly standard euro game in that way but there's just something really meaty and crunchy about it that i absolutely there's love.
0: a lot to take in there's a lot of different ways of getting vps isn't there it yeah seems. Um, yeah there is and you have to do a bit of everything you can't focus on one thing which yeah. is where i usually but, struggle but with it but there's you
2: know i'm making it sound relatively simple i suppose but like <laughs> you've not. got like four or five different types of work or four different types of workers and Private they expansion. all do different yeah. things and one of them particularly does all of the things. Another one is just for time travel. Another one's just for, you know, we could go on and on. Yep. It's quite a complicated game. But you got to get resources, get water, get power f- to power your jumpsuits, to go to the spaces you want to go get to. Get the resources
0: to play for something that you borrowed in the you're just yeah. borrowed from the future. Yeah, then you yeah, have to pay so it back. Of course, like once a turn, you normally borrow
2: from the from yourself in the future. Yeah. But yeah, if you don't pay it back, then you risk getting. A, I had to actually write down what they actually were, but it's essentially you get a paradox marker and you get three or four of those depending yeah. on faction. Yeah. Um, and then you get an anomaly. am so. And when you get an anomaly, <laughs> um, essentially it gives you negative effects. You know that you know. uh not only in VPs, but also in you can build less buildings. And yeah, like. you yeah, take one of your slots up. Don't yeah, you don't buildings. want too many of them. No,
1: annoying, but you have to kill your workers to get rid of them. Yeah, and send them to uh, their death. Sacrificing yeah.
0: people.
2: Yeah. Thank you for your service. Now uh, you have disappeared into but... the time and space. <laughs> and yeah. then you know, and it's all about one of those games. That's all about timing as well. You know, You've got a you got to time your when you, you want to leave your. Leaving, I forgot what they call it when you leave now. That. When you leave, you know when. Oh, evacuation. evacuation! Evacuation. Yeah. Um, is the world like
0: ending? Is that what's yeah, gonna be? Yeah. Is
2: it? So that's what it is. So, um, essentially, you want to leave it as late as you can because you've got certain goals you've got to complete before you actually go. But then you don't want to be. You get extra VP for leaving first and second, and then if you're you the too one? late, yeah. then you get yeah, penalized for, it, yeah then. penalized for it. Yeah, penalized for it. So it's all about timing that end as well. But I find it such a crunchy game. And although I was reluctant to try the expansions, because it was already quite a complicated game, they actually add to it. Yeah. Like, for example, they give you more to do on your board. They give you additional workers. They give you more things to do on the other board. They've given you a new faction. But well, let's so, let's
1: clarify, because there are five expansions for, yeah, for well, this game. Exactly. So you're talking about fractures of time.
2: Fractures so of time. I'm going to yeah, take your word for yeah, that. Yeah, for yeah
0: the one we've played the most. And for me, it doesn't actually add any time onto the game no, gameplay no. wise it just gives us more to do as you such. get less rounds in the game actually. yeah but that's you, probably because you, you're doing the, more per round's round last, last longer yeah because you get more actions out yeah
1: okay. so i think that spans that off nicely and but i just, actually prefer it yeah just to kind of explain like going back to the core like one of the most interesting decisions with that game is the fact that you kind of have two worker placement areas that you would send your workers to so as curly was saying you're powering up your exosuits which takes these like nuclear cores that you've got to find and they're not easy to find if they're really going to work at getting them and then you've got to decide how many exosuits don't want to power up then it's like okay you have to put a worker in an exosuit to be able to send them to a location and then you're kind of working in the head right so i need to go locations a b and c to get all of this stuff so that next round i can then power up four (laughs) exosuits to get this thing or I need to build these buildings that actually I don't need to send my guys out in exosuits because I can do all my actions in my own home territory area. And 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 then it gets to the the round
0: and you forget that you need to pay a resource in the future. And you go, no!
1: And it's the crunchiness of that decision and forward planning... Which is so mind clash, yeah. Right? Yeah. so mind clash that that's their DNA. All it's over very right? layered. It's layered complexity.
0: Christ. Complexity, isn't it? Yeah, it's not just one singular layer of like you're doing this for this. This is what you want to do. It's, yeah, it's so it's, tiered. There's this with this and yeah. this and this, and
1: if you don't do this, then you're gonna get penalised
0: yeah. over here. But that's but why I love it.
2: Like three turns ahead, don't you? Yeah, you do,
1: you do. You do. Yeah, and then. The satisfaction you get when you, you've built these buildings in your kind of home area, which you've got what 12 slots for, mm. um, and then suddenly you're not having to go out using your exosuits anymore because yeah. once that um asteroid or meteor or whatever the hell that is that comes and hits the earth and then mm-hmm. initiates the Reduces, whole yeah. yeah evacuation process, where suddenly two of your exosuit bays are gone, the worker placement spots on the main board are now starting to disappear, although you get little bonuses at the end all the, everything starts tightening up, doesn't it? And Mm. so you're really relying upon your engine, essentially, that you've built, which is what I love about it, because every game is different. Mm. Like, the, the engine you build of the buildings that are available, am I going down the water route am I going down time travel route and getting lots of points super that buildings or yeah, super, super projects, projects yeah and, and all of that and I remember a game you played Curly and mm-hmm. never seen anyone get as many super projects ever yeah, like, like, five, or yeah. five or six yeah. well
2: yeah. you know I decided early game like I, I can't remember what triggered it whether it was the faction ability or something like that as a it was, technology it, yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I think and it was just a double whammy where I got like a multiplying vps for one way and i got another research another. and you're able
0: to also get a super project off of your board as yeah, well yeah, that's you? It. So so it, was it was just
2: kind of like right, okay <laughs> that's why i'm doing this game and so i just went hard into it and it really super king off. curly that, that yeah, that's game it, yeah that's <laughs> it but no uh,
1: the fractures of time now going back to that i just wanted to, to kind of loop back on on the other point because oh it's, you're going weird. back in time are you? yeah we're going back in time hey, it's yeah. an acronym Fractures of Time, the reason why I think that is probably my favourite of all the the modules that I have played, and there's a caveat that I've not played them all. We haven't played them all yet, guys. But the Fractures of Time, what makes it brilliant is the blinking mechanism and the fracture board that you get, which essentially means you don't need to power up as many exosuits as you used to because you can blink them, like teleport them from one space to another space already out there on the board. And that alone is such an interesting decision but it comes as a risk of doing it because uh, you've got this fracture board that's like bolted onto your, your main board and there's a, a risk kind of reward of, of doing it. So if you're kind of, because fl- you spend flux, don't you? There's yeah. another resource to, to do it. And if, if you've got so many spaces available in your fracture board, you roll a die and if it's, uh, I can't remember if it's more or less, but either way you start taking, there's another way, it's not anomalies. It's um, not a paradox. Not it's, a paradox a... it's something else that... that Glitches. There we go. Glitches. There's a glitch yes, there that goes go. onto your, <laughs> your main board, uh, which might be an exosuit bay or it yeah. might be uh, something. It just gets in the way. starts getting yeah. in the way. Yeah, Mike, I remember
0: when we were playing, like, I had a glitch literally go on to the next action I was about to do. Yeah, and I've never had it happen before, and I was just like, that's yeah, that's kind of screwed me. I shouldn't have done that. But, but then that's what's fun about yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. Because definitely. you
2: can, not only can you utilize this new resource, but also you can gear up around reducing the chance is going to impact you if you do use it, but yeah. you've got to put time and resources and effort into doing that. And it's like, do you go out of that way to reduce the negative or do you just go for it and hope for the best? Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. Just then a, you then have to change the whole
1: game do. plan towards anyway. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but it also adds the technology cards which we referenced earlier, um, which I quite like actually. That gives you another little avenue of bonuses that you can invest in to yeah. really double down in your strategy. Yep. Yeah. I, I um, think for me... Brilliant. It literally, the game
0: goes from like a six to a nine in my my eyes. Sick. Ex- How yeah, dare I, you? I, I mean, I, I, would, you. I,
2: I would say a, a, an eight to a nine. Yeah, eight, yeah, it would be closer for me. But we've all got different preferences. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, all of that while it's all asymmetric and for me quite well balanced between yeah. those those different factions that you've got. We It's just B-side, about learning yeah. learning the different ones and what's most yeah. effective for them. But yeah, I mean, yeah, we were going through it earlier on, but there's four base factions: Progress, Harmony, Dominance, and Salvation, and then Unity is one of the ones that you add on with an expansion, and they all feel mm. like you've got a chance with them, which I do think that is the downfall of a lot of asymmetric games yeah. a lot of the time. Yeah, this one like definitely can, doesn't. No, from it doesn't.
0: That. In, I never, when someone gets a, a faction,
1: do I think, oh yeah, they're just gonna they're gonna win the game now. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. And and it's not even that, though, is it? Is that you got the four slash five factions and then you've got the three leaders leaders the, faction, the game with yep. uh, as well so there's a lot of choice like I, I always dread anybody's first game of anachrony when you've never played just because Jeez. of the sh- sheer amount of choices you have to make before you even play the damn game yeah um You'd be like, I have no idea. That, that was <laughs> one thing for me, was... I think why I didn't enjoy it, which is why I
0: said a six beforehand, was it was very punishing to new players playing yeah. the game. A lot of actions, and you can if you mess up, it can impact you for the rest of the game yeah. with the base version. Yeah. With the the next one, because you get that pullback, you get another action, I think it's a little bit more forgiving. Even though there's more actions, it's probably more choice, probably more complex, but I think... You, if you make one mistake on it, you have you don't a chance have to, wait the round
1: to correct it.
0: You, the, you have a chance. I, to... I
2: will say that I suffer from this worse than you. I'm the worst, right? But I do think sometimes we need to write off the first leg like, game as a learning. Game, I go, and and I'm the, I'm the worst for this. I, I, say, do, I yeah. just I just go absolutely I'm like, right, I've <laughs> got to nail this game, stay <laughs> off the bat. And it's like I've I've tried recently to kind of reduce the pressure on myself, I've gone, it doesn't matter if you win. Nah. Just flip yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Learn the game, enjoy it as best you can. And then but yeah, I do think a lot of that's to do with you know, like oh, you know, I, I I should have done something else, and now I'm screwed, and uh, yeah, you just yeah. end up winding yourself up with it. Yeah, a little definitely, bit, so. definitely. But yeah. yeah,
0: that's just my own personal feel. It is quite the core game is quite punishing for a game. If we got it to the table more, probably, and we have, and I have enjoyed it more and more and yeah. more. Anyway, so maybe if, next time we when if we play it without that expansion, I'll be like, oh, I actually really enjoy it anyway because. I'm you making can't more know what you optimal do. yeah, exactly, yeah. You, you want to
2: play a game without an expansion with JP <laughs> in <don't> there <laughs> we'll, we'll just play it. with a different expansion oh, anyway yeah but yeah love yeah. the game
1: it's it's up there I think I've listed it as pretty much one of my favourites yeah. and yeah. it still is there it's brilliant yeah yeah. I do yeah.
0: apologise about lying about the brief uh, bit <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah it's never um, gonna
0: no it's not of course it's not yeah. Um, it's really so wrong. yeah next one Perseverance Yeah, which is uh 80s dinos um i was gonna do an intro but seeing as it's
1: jp just knows so much more we'll, uh, we'll put it over to yeah. jp yeah i mean i've talked about it on the podcast we probably don't need to labor it too much uh on, on this episode but just to kind of round off the the mind clash games uh, vibe um yeah 1980s 80s dinosaur kind of vibe theme where you all um passengers on a, a luxury ocean liner that's gone into a storm and crash landed on this mysterious island which is overrun by dinos and essentially you're settling on this beach and uh you call the the town perseverance that's essentially why it is called perseverance and obviously because dinos keep killing everybody and <laughs> you must <laughs> you persevere. persevere yeah um but mechanically it's a dice drafting worker placement game um where half the board is essentially the the kind of slots where you put your dice um uh, that you Take from a communal pool, and which you can add your own coloured dice to to that pool as well. And in the top half of it is well, it changes depending on the episode. So that's the first thing. It's an episodic Euro game, which is kind of a weird thing um, to, to kind of talk about. I've never really seen yeah. an episodic Euro game. Nice. before. So uh, well, that's with the campaign. Yeah, that's more of a yeah. I guess. Yeah. So. I
2: mean, what's the difference between campaign and episode? But I, I get what you mean. It's yeah, it they're standalone, in size. but. They can be. I guess. Together, I guess but. the way
0: it feels different is because it's completely diff- two
1: completely different games that you're playing Correct. as well. Yeah, it's not like yeah. it's the same game but with a, a slightly different rule. Yeah, they are different. They feel different. Yeah. Yeah. Some, uh, there are same some
2: similarities. Yeah, yeah. 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 Enough different to be a different game. But Fifty
1: sixty yeah. percent of the games are the same yeah. elements, yeah. and then the forty percent I'd say is the the, the different vibes yeah. of of the episode. So. So yeah, you kind of got episode one, which is kind of what tower defense um, style, where the dinosaurs are literally just coming in and trying to, to to murder you. Yeah. And every time you put one of your dice onto a spot, you're seeding dinosaurs into that kind of track because the board's broken down into four sections. Uh, you got sustenance, military expansion, and protection, and and yeah, so you're kind of managing all of that stuff there, and and typical euro style get resources spend resources do things and what's quite unique about it for me is that it's part worker placement part area control because you're kind of wanting to to get your colored um dice your your kind of pieces in a certain area to dominate that ready for the assembly and the assembly is like a uh, kind of end round scoring phase. Yeah, so i voting of yeah. the
2: council to be elected as the... As you know, the new leader yeah, of Perseverance. Kind of stuff, so. But
1: it's interesting because you're going, I really want to go there but that's not the action I want to do. Right. I want to do that action over on the other side. Uh, What's, what's going to help me the most? And, and that's kind of, for me, where the interesting puzzle is. So, yeah, episode one is all about that. You're fighting dinosaurs. You're, you're chucking your soldiers out there, eliminating the dinosaurs, and away you go. And episode two just kind of flips it up on complexity. Definitely flips it up on complexity. Yes. Um, it's more engine building, isn't it? There's a lot more... It's the fact that you're, you've are you got 30 perks on your character to unlock. See, and I like, you, that and you, that you, made me smile when I saw see, that. See, when I Which looked
2: out of that, I just went... <laughs> like typical
1: mind clash games like well you've got pretty well not 30 decisions but you know there are 30 things that you can unlock on your character and like well, what do you start with in like, yeah. the yeah. first go you just don't
0: don't even think i about found it. quite a yeah. cool thing with that where there's a lot of one-off ones yeah. and there's some some of the captains or abilities we had a we had a building out in one of the places yes. that let you move one of your own cubes yeah. yeah so i found that quite nice for the because all the ones i used as a one-off Perk, but well, obviously useless to me. Yeah. So I'll then move them off that and move him on to something that that was useful. I did quite
1: enjoy that little. Uh, but episode aspect. episode two is mainly around exploration, so it kind of takes the the theme of episode one of just defending because you've just literally landed on this beach mm. and being assaulted mm. by dinos. To now we've established a wall, we're safe, and now we're going off exploring. Get the to island, the temple and we see a temple on the horizon. What the hell is that? Oh, there's people who've been on this island before. And, and essentially you're kind of exploring, flipping the, the tiles, attacking dinos, and it's just, yeah, it, it feels so different. And um, and yeah. as you say, Dave, you unlock more kind of spaces when you build outposts on, on those tiles, which just gives some awesome abilities. And like, yeah, but then if you use them, you're kind of potentially breaching certain areas of, of the board, which might limit other people. And yeah, just really, really fun. Um, i i love it i think it, it also has a um a chronicle mode uh attached to it because there will be an episode three and four they are doing it it's coming and the chronicle was that mode, part of the same bundle or no no <laughs> no it's another kickstarter yeah. of course it is yeah. and well uh, it's, it's quite a big one initially <laughs> isn't it yeah it's quite it's quite chunky but yeah. it'll probably be out in a year or two and, but the idea of the Chronicle mode is it's a set of rules that strings all the episodes together. But at the minute, you can only play one and two. But you do two games of one, two games of two. And it, it it's kind of like a mini campaign. Um, but without it being like 17 games long and taking forever, it's just four, four games. Yeah, yeah, But you kind of, you might not win the first game. doesn't matter. You're winning abilities and perks and things to help you in the next game. And, mm-hmm. and shaping your kind of strategies as you go. Mm-hmm. So interesting to see how that goes. They could start tying it in with anachrony. We could go back and get
0: a dinosaur, couldn't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, got to borrow a dinosaur from the, the, a dinosaur in the future. <laughs>
1: um, Use it as a resource. Yeah, but know I'm enjoying it lots, and looking forward to that to that series of games that are coming up. Nice yeah. after the holes. And last but not least,
0: Tricarion. So. Oh yeah. So, their
1: first game they released. Dracarons. Their
0: first, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I just meant in my list, but yeah. Oh, um, no, no. My, my <laughs> Clash Games, they, they
1: came out with Dracaron first. Yeah,
0: it? which is one I, I'd been looking at for a long time, and i just never made the, the dive to, to buy it, but JP luckily did. So, we've played it recently. Um, it's a game about an aspiring magician. Um, you want to create tricks and go out and perform them. Um, you do that. So first of all, everyone picks their actions from a deck of cards they start with. You will pick it at the same time, and then you flip her over, and then you can see what everyone's done. There's limited spaces where you're going, so it's got some worker placement where you're putting out your assistants um, and some other different types of workers which have different effects. And you put them out, and depending on the the value of um, their actions that they have, gives you certain bonuses and effects when you're on that space. Um, from what I remember, there, oh, there's there's the theatre where you get and perform your tricks. There's the downtown. Um, then there's the market, and then there's the dark alley, and they've all got different effects, um, which is quite cool. But lots of tight decisions to be made. People are always doing what you want to do, um, and learning the tricks requires you to have to go get the resources to put them on the trick. You've learned the trick, you then have to go and perform it and schedule when you're going to perform the trick. And there's certain bonuses from obviously getting there early, which means you can perform the tricks in a, a certain way with also with a benefit. It's real real tight worker placement game. A lot of thought goes into it. There's no it's not so much engine building with it. There's nothing really because that's quite different to any of their their no, other. Really. Yeah. It
2: leans more heavily into the um, what we were talking about as far as like having to think three turns ahead. Yeah, planning it is, is more, everything. Planning yes. is is what this game yeah. is all about. Less engine, more planning. What you're doing. Yeah, and so then to, the tricks you could argue like gathering the resources because you don't spend them, you only accumulate, and that's kind of an engine. Yeah, and then need. when whatever tricks
0: you get, then yeah. also give you so resources a lot of back. So elements it of it, small but it's more elements.
2: about gathering resources to then be able to gain bonuses. Uh, buy the market. Make sure you've got money, and then actually before getting you ready yeah. to perform, yeah, oh, I mean, money. Just, and then there's
0: there's a there's a big caveat, and that where in certain rounds there's like four different bonuses on this little wheel of fortune or whatever it's oh, called. Oh, the dark alley, yeah, in the dark yeah, the alley prophecies. Prophecies. Yeah. That's the one. And um, depending on what's in that prophecy is kind of what benefits you're getting when you're going around doing Ignore things. Ignore them at your peril. Mm-hmm. Ignore them at our peril, which is exactly yeah. what we did. Well, JP ma- was ma- playing the prophecy master over Make there. Make sure and... you <laughs> sit next to the prophecy bit <laughs> of the board. More like.
1: <laughs> yeah, the bottom right is where you want to sit. Then yeah. you got like, full yeah. view of prophecies. Yeah. You know exactly what's coming up.
0: Exactly. It's a
2: good job we put the newest players near that and the, and the one who knew it the best. <laughs> the best.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, so JP played them like a fiddle and basically was... Reading off these prophecies left right and center it's probably
1: and... more luck than judgment yeah um, if i'm going to be completely honest with myself but you know once i realize that everything is strategically aligned for myself I was like, yeah. oh nice Lovely. <laughs> yeah. so yeah it's, uh, it is great though isn't
0: it it's I, right
2: up there for me it's yeah well, it was really
0: good and you can't unlock tricks until you go to a certain point yeah. in fame that i like and i really like that, that. Yeah. yeah um and th- then they also have a little catch up mechanic with the the billboards whoever who's first and last as well so there's a good balancing there. if someone starts rushing off ahead yeah. then pe- other people will will catch up yeah so really enjoyed it i love the theme of it uh it's what drew me drew me to it in the first place but it's just it's just it's really cool it's uh, just a great it,
1: game like, yeah i, I it, I knew it would be good. Like mm. I just—I knew it would be good. I watched the videos, and I—I I got it with my perseverance. Pledge, mm. So that's why it's only recently kind of mm. hit our table. But when we sat down and played it, I played it solo just to learn the game because I heard it's a bit of a bit to to learn and teach, and it's quite it's. Yeah, well, there's infamous. a lot
0: of there's a there's a lot of little it's intricacies of how the chain and, of things work, and you if you miss those, oh you're knackered. yeah. So I do understand that. It took me a while to understand how the theatre properly worked. Yeah. And but once it clicks, it clicks. Yeah. Um, and you can suddenly start understanding it. And there's a lot of cool little combo things you can do with yeah. other people's tricks, not just yours mm. or you know other people performing your tricks. So, yeah. yeah, there's there is a lot of depth to it as well.
2: I will say it's one of the one of the games lately that I've I've lost. Like. Not super badly, but I lost convincingly. You beat us. I think me and David were quite close. And I still thoroughly enjoyed it, which is a mark of a great game. And I feel the same about the Perseverance once I got into it and and a few other games I've played lately. It's real a mark of a good game for me. If you end up losing and you end up getting frustrated, you're not going to win every time. Therefore, it's not going to be the game for you, I think. So, Mm, mark of a good game for me. Carry on. Definitely. definitely. (laughs) It's just...
1: It's... Yeah... People might have been put off by it because it is kind of notorious. Uh, it's supposed to be a notoriously heavy game. And having played it, and we're probably biased because we play heavy games and we're not that af- kind of afraid of them or to try them out. But I think like after me playing it solo, which again, the solo mode and it's brilliant, simple. And you can easily just get that to the table and, and, and you can learn by messing up, right? You can just go, ah, yeah. And and just get that life cycle of the, how the tricks work. Get that right in your head. Once you've got that, you're good. Yeah, like the rest absolutely. of you know where you need to go to get stuff, and yeah. you know uh, how you should plan. And then the frustration comes in when you do the action selection reveal, and everyone else goes, "No, I wanted to go to the market. Yeah. Now you're going to go to the market before me." And oh.
0: the actual action side of it is quite simple, really. Yeah, simple. So you just put me. a worker placement out, and if you have the actions to be able to do it, you go and do it. You yeah. know. So that's, you know, it's the heart of it is obviously that, that trick order and getting, getting those bits and But it's it. not
2: only that, it's like making sure your tricks have similar components, so you don't have to go out of your way to get like, you know, yes. all different components. Oh, I love it's the little menus. So that's a really a, yeah, good... Yeah, yeah, that's a good touch. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what I say, if your
1: head's not in that trick menu, then you're not playing it right. No. Yeah. If you're not constantly just thumbing through going, right, I need it, I need a rope. Where's the... Oh, yeah, not, yeah. the oh, oh but, this combo's with this. Oh,
0: then, then I, I can I, do this. I, this oh, amazing. but that trick's not on the board. Oh, well, you exactly. got that trick. I had an amazing yeah. plan and then
2: Davey had my trick. I was like, oh, for God's sake. I was like looking for something, looking for something, looking for something that fitted and had all the similar yeah. components and everything. <laughs> I finally found it and then he had it. Like, oh, you prick. I
0: love going to the streets and doing my tricks. What can I say?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Completely recommend it. It's, up, yeah. it's well up there. Yes. Yeah. So...
0: That's all of the games which are out at the at moment. Least, yeah. There's a couple of ones coming out which we'll talk about in a bit. But ranking order, so which ones do you feel like are your favourite? So it was do favourite to least favourite. So I can start if you want. Go so my favourite's gonna be chiarial. I've only played it once, but it's up there. My next is Anachrony. Then it's gonna be Perseverance Episode Two. Oh, then Cerebria. And then okay. Perseverance episode one. So
1: you're ranking the episodes differently. Okay. Well, uh, to me, that's
0: are yeah, uh, yeah. different of enough game. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, that it's it completely changes our dynamic in the mix that's for me.
2: So I don't think I can answer this one very well. It's fine. Just... I, I, I'm going to go ahead and just through longevity, I'm going to put an acronym at the top. Yeah. Now, there's lots of different expansions I've played yet, but for the length of time... Now, the reason why I say I can't really say yet is because I love Tricarion, so I, I'm with you on that one. But I haven't played it enough to rank it number one yet, because Anachrony is really is yeah. a top yeah, yeah. three or four game for me overall. Yeah. Um, and Perseverance, despite the first half of the first game I played it, nearly making me <laughs> <around> <laughs> my brain to fall out of my ear. <laughs> the table um, nearly went out the window, um, didn't yeah, it? Didn't it really did. Um, but after I got over that, that little hump with the complexity, I started to really, really enjoy it. So I'm really looking forward to the Chronicle mode we're doing. So I think, again, that's got potential, but... Yeah, the only one that I would say is definitely bottom for me is Serena. Yeah, yeah. So that's not because it's a bad game; it's just because the way it plays is not the way. Yeah, I'm not. Well, I'm not saying that any of
0: these are bad games. It's just no. to it's, be
1: the, your enjoyment yeah.
2: order. It's you know, per- it's a personal. Preference. To be at the yeah. bottom
1: of of a you know a four game ranking exactly. by Mind Clash games is still probably some of the best <laughs> games. Exactly. Let's just make that clear. But I I agree exactly what you said, Curly. I mean, uh, the last game of Triceraon has been one of my favourite gaming experience. It helped that I won, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But <laughs> I just I just bloody love yeah. that. I had such a good well, time. It, it, I think all of us had a really good time at the table as well. Yeah and Ryan was playing as well and it was I just, can it, see it it knocking Anachrony off I can see it. I can see um, it. Um but for the same reasons why you said it, the fact that we played Anachrony a hell of a lot more and we still love it.
2: And we haven't played half the experience no, as well. So it's like who knows whether so
1: that'll me, go okay. Well I think on Perseverance um I, I'm not going to say episode one and say they're both lumped in for me and then yeah. Cerebra at the bottom. But again, would I play any of them? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. <laughs> Bring them on. So, from all these games, do you, is there a telltale sign of what a Mind Clash game is? It, what kind of
2: mechanics do you, would you be able to link to them? Just or the, do you the think the planning, the planning. The planning that, side of it. All to do with the planning. That's Mind yeah. Clash for me. I mean, yeah, we've got dice drafting, we've got deck building, we've got... Uh, worker placement, but it, it's really all about that planning. And on being the first one makes complete sense, yeah, because that is the one that is deepest on the planning. But you yeah. look at all of them, you have to think about what you're doing two or three turns ahead. And if you don't, all right, you still have fun, but you, you're probably not going to win. You're not gonna be There's a set sequence
0: no. of you having to do things, and yeah. if you miss out on some of those parts, it can completely mess up your strategy, yeah. It's hard so, for uh, me to answer that,
1: though, I think icons. <laughs> <laughs> iconography? Uh, yeah, um,
0: yeah yeah. well there's sometimes the artworks are, are linked yeah, for it isn't it yeah yes. like
1: i think even though thematically these games are wildly different like you know you've got inside yeah. out emotions to dinosaurs to time traveling futuristic sci-fi and uh and magicians in steampunk uh victorian era you know yeah. you couldn't get kind of wildly different but I can tell they're all mind clash. Absolutely. I just, just I can tell by looking at them. There's, and they have different artists for the, for the, uh, the visuals as well. But I yeah. can tell, is it that it's the mind clash games?
0: For me, it's their mechanics always have a certain. They have a layered depth to them, and they're always really tight and very yeah. well polished. Yeah. They're, they do have. Uh, they're balancing. I know I can. Com- I, I complained about perseverance in the previous episode, but. All their games are usually really well balanced. Yeah. Uh, as we we're saying with the factions. Yeah. Like usually you you'll be able to pick one and you you'll you have a different game, but you won't be like oh that, that ability you
1: know was yeah yeah, yeah. It's was a lot bit... weaker than, than yeah, this one yeah yeah yeah. 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 It's a really good time. It's a really <laughs> good time. Yeah.
0: We are Minecraft fans. Yeah. Big time. No Definitely. head banging from us. Yeah. <laughs> um. But um. Uh. So the games that we've
1: got coming out um Voidfall and mm. Septima. You've played Septima. Yeah, I played. I was fortunate to play a, a prototype copy of Septima, which I talked about on a previous episode that I cannot remember which one it was. I think it was episode seven, but don't quote me on that. um So you want to hear that? That's all I know. Yeah. If you if you want to hear about that, then you know, obviously, go and check that out. But all you need to know is which is. Um, that's it which I'm is looking for yeah <laughs> yeah which is uh, it it is the lightest of all of the mind clashes that i've played mm. but it is not light yeah so let's be clear that that. Be, i'm looking for be interesting to yeah. it's, a like, it's, medium, mind it's medium weight game yeah um but i still had a ton of fun with it uh and I th- again it's modular so you can kind of do you want it a bit lighter well take that ball off you want a bit heavier Put that in and throw that module in.
0: So That's again, something they like doing as well, isn't they it? They love modular modular expansions, yeah. which is a good idea with a lot of things. Because yeah. if you like one bit of an expansion but then not like the rest of it, it means you can just
1: just add that bit, yeah. just mm-hmm. play with that section. But in preparation for this Voidfall, I thought oh, I can watch a video on it again because it's been a while since I I backed it and I've not heard much apart from the uh, the monthly updates. And then just watching a video again. You know, yeah. It's great, this looks really good. But yeah, for those that don't know what the hell I'm talking about, Voidfall is, this Mind Clash games, is kind of foray into 4X. So think Twilight Imperium, think Eclipse. Eclipse. Think, um, insert any other 4X yeah. game in, yeah. in here. I feel like Eclipse is the closest similarity from looking at it. Yeah, in my mind. Because Eclipse is, u- is the most Eurofied 4X that yeah, I no, know. That's don't, it. You're getting me excited,
2: to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about Voidfall, but Eclipse... Yeah. I wanna say is probably number one for me. For your four X's, yeah. But I mean in general. In general. I, just, okay. I think it's pretty much number one. Yeah, yeah. A few but the difference but...
1: with this one is it's completely fully urified, And what I mean by that is like even the combat is fully deterministic. Like there's no dice rolling of combat. You know going in you're gonna win or not.
2: Yeah. And
1: so that game is all about the, the threat of war. Yeah. Rather than the war. So it's kind of like Ah. You've just unlocked that technology, haven't you? Ah, oh, if you come over here, you're definitely going to take this plan. Yeah, I, need to do that. I did
0: see that they've got two different boards, though. So if people didn't like the war side of it, there's another. they've got another layout or board, which means yeah. it's a lot more peaceful. Yes. So you don't have You've got to different do the war.
1: modular tile layouts, a different yes, scenario. So. so yeah, if you don't like that, I'm going to cut through It sort of like probably
0: gives you more resources or something, which means you don't have yeah. to fight.
1: There's also, you yeah, know, it's, it's competitive, you can play it co op. Yep. Um, the whole thing about vo- the reason why it's called Voidfall is that there's a corruption in the, the galaxy called the Voidborn. And they're like the, uh, the the horrible alien kind of race that's invading and corrupting the systems that you need to eradicate. So right. even in a competitive game you have that presence there. Yeah. So it's not always I fight you, you fight me and I fight you. It's we need to kind of cleanse the, the, the galaxy with this, this corruption. Um, but also you might go i might want a cheeky planet is this like um, <laughs> it's reminded me of
2: Game of Thrones with the uh, Dragon expansion Is that kind of the level of I'm not saying the way it plays I'm no, no, talking no. about that overriding enemy that you kind of have to
1: not no I wouldn't say it's as dramatic as that I think like, they're more kind of, uh, maybe, of co-op, maybe co-op maybe co-op is yeah. maybe co-op's got a bit more there's a big bad that you have to and oh, I've okay. watched a co-op play through which I thought was quite interesting it did play completely different um but it, it's more. I think it's nice they've gives, added that in as it well. Gives, it gives you options. I think in a competitive mode, which I always like. I like it in Eclipse that you've got a neutral play that you can go and smack first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to build yourself up and get yeah, better and grow. Or yeah, yeah, and uh, the ancients. Yeah. Ancients. That's and it. and I think that's a similar kind of thing. They're there. You can. You know, They're there to get in your way uh, okay, a little. So bit. They're not
2: an overriding evil no. presence trying to Right away. in the
1: in the co op I think they would be Yeah. You can't uh, yeah. you've uh, got to really work together to sort it out, side, right. it's, uh, yeah, but it's uh yeah, hand management, um you've got these focus cards, the have three actions on each card, you do two of the actions as you play, and uh yeah, just really interesting. Really Mineclush does four X. I mean Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sounds so right that's something history, to look forward yeah. to. So that's coming to the
0: end of our main segment. Uh, that is Mind Clash Games, uh, one of our favourite developers. Uh, it's been a pleasure to talk about them, pleasure to play them. Moving over to one of our questions from one of our listeners, Rick Howard. Thank you for this. Why do I buy board games and not play them? <laughs> <laughs> It sounds sounds like not a, me personally. It sounds like but, rhetorical yeah, yeah. But I don't know, Davey. Why do you buy <laughs> games and not? Davey. But I mean, we all do it, don't we? We all get.
1: I love this question.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's I just, yeah. It's the the pile of shame, isn't it? That yeah. usually gets quoted. But for me personally, I think I'll buy it in on a whim, a spontaneous whim. I'll see something that looks cool, looks pretty, looks really good, and then like, I've got the money to buy now. I want to buy something. I'll buy it, and then. Either won't have time to play it, or I. No one else will want to play because it it's not a, not 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 their thing. So that's the probably reasons I'll never end up
1: playing my games. I think for me, there's there's a hobby within this hobby, which is collecting, right? And <laughs> Secret it, hoarders. Yeah, but it's real, right? It's real. <laughs> I just had this really weird conversation with myself about Marvel Champions for this exact reason, right? Um, so Marvel Champions, if people don't know, is a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games, and they release packs out of the wazoo all the time. And it's you know starts off yeah, just buy buy a forty quid start pack. It's got five heroes. Off you go. Price oh, is great, brilliant. Fast forward three years later, and you've about 600, 700 quid in debt because you've been buying every every expansion hero pack they've ever released. Um, <laughs> and it's this thing of am I collecting this game or am I playing this game yeah yeah and it's I think it's the same kind of principle with, with board games for me is that I see myself doing it on certain publishers Mind Clash we just talked about them like Mind Clash have released a new one ooh I'm interested I'm loving that uh, Chip Theory have done my, ooh I'm interested and it's like Again, am I collecting these? Oh, we do play them, and that's the yeah. difference. But it, it, I can totally see why people do it. Yep. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I buy it. The The endorphins you get from buying the game, from punching it out. Not curly, but, uh, <laughs> but punching it out and reading it and learning it and, oh, it's a new puzzle. And it's just getting my head around, oh, this is brilliant. It's the opportunity of, oh, this is going to be so good when we get it to the table. And then it doesn't sometimes. And yeah. it, it's It's addictive. No, I think can I can understand that point of view yeah, as well, yeah. It's addictive to collect, it's an addictive to to, to get new things yeah. and and sometimes people just like doing that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't suffer from that too badly, I don't think, although I can certainly understand the want. Um, mine is more about um, scheduling, really. It's it's that fine balance between you wanna buy the shiny new game that you really fancy, and probably everyone fancies as well. But then you want to keep up to date with all the games that you really like that you've played previously, and you don't want it to be a year or two before you played it last, and then, okay, now I've forgotten all the rules, and now I need to watch <laughs> another video, and then I'll do another learning game. So it's a balance of playing old games, playing new games, and just probably getting that balance a little bit wrong sometimes. I think Time, yeah, it's just... I mean, Father time. Well, this is it, and especially, like, you know, I mean, I'm not too bad, I've got a lot of fair amount of time, but most people don't in the gaming group, right? So no. we have to book in games, sort of, unless it's going to be a relatively low p- play count. You're talking a month or two in advance, you know? So it's just one of those things. Scheduling and also playing all of your old games that you still bloody love and keep on to play, so... Yeah, we
1: don't have a regular games night like other groups do, do we? No. Like, a lot of groups will have, right like, every Thursday every week until the end of time is when everybody will meet up and play yeah. a load of stuff and it's just for us it wouldn't work ours is in an event thing that it's you a couple of months
0: in advance and you go yeah I'll sign up for that one But we're booked up, up until one. September at least yeah, we, start, we. Yeah. Yeah. and
2: to be fair we normally play more than once a week we so do yeah, yeah, you right. yeah, that's <laughs> uh, oh. yeah. when do we fit it all in guys? Yeah. I can't remember what Gemma looks like Um,
0: <laughs> um so thanks for that Rick yeah cheers um, Rick let us know why you buy games and don't play them and yeah if anyone else wants to answer that question then yeah comment and message us so moving over to the penultimate turn what we've got coming up and what are we doing at the moment? Maybe so. F- for me, I'm going to talk about something non-board game related. Oh, but how dare you? I dun, know. Dun, briefly, dun, dun. I've so just been I watching. Well. been watching a lot of the boys. I've had to rewatch it all again just because of how good I love season that, I love three that, was. The boys. I love the boys. Just how good it was. I just are there so, spoilers
2: ahead? I will say.
0: Sorry. No, yes. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mention it. Okay. I'm not gonna say any spoilers. But I just thought it's it's an ingenious bit of TV. Um, Okay, it's overly graphic sometimes and it's very, very... It's definitely got the 18 plus, uh, you know, age rating. Yeah, Yeah, deserves it. But I think it's quite clever what they've done with some of the bits. Some of it's quite political in aspects as well and what's happened over in America. You can see certain relevance. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I just thought it was quality. And I thought, oh, I just wanted to mention it. No, it's great. Yeah, I love it. And it's it's all about the superhero as if, you know... it's more realistic, I think, than all the Marvel and...
1: Yeah, it's like if, if superheroes were narcissistic arseholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Do you know
2: what I mean?
0: Well, but I think power does make yeah, people like that anyway, yeah. doesn't it? So it's, it uh, it's
2: superheroes if they were actually real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. would probably be like. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, so it's quite it's, scary in that regard. Yeah. But um,
0: mm. but game-wise, then, um, I've got Barrage again. I, I'm just looking forward to that coming up. We've got Batoku tomorrow, which is going to be really good. But,
2: yeah. Uh, how about you, Um So, alright, I'll follow a similar theme and move slightly away from board games. I've been uh, rediscovering my love of, a, of an old computer game called Heroes of Mathematics. Okay? Oh, nice, nice. So me and me and my little brother have been going real deep into that at the minute. Uh, of cool. um, So yeah, we're loving it, but the board game catch with that one is the fact that we've got an upcoming Kickstarter launching in November, which we've talked about previously, so I won't go into. Yeah. But that, the... Board game version of that game is coming yeah, out. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, which we played at the expo, which, w- which looked excellent. Even yeah. though it was in what I would call alpha stage. Yeah, as, you know.
0: Yeah, we did. Br- I briefly mentioned it in the last podcast yeah, as well about the yeah. fact that it was coming up So we're, we're looking forward to that.
2: But yeah, apart from that, um, as far as board game events go, um, I've got a few. I'm chunking through some oldens but goodens. You know, at the moment. Um, so I won't go into too much.
0: And we're gonna to we're gonna learn on Mars on Wednesday. Aren't we? Yeah, we're gonna we're so gonna no. play on
2: Mars on Wednesday where where we've both got half a day. So uh, yeah. we're gonna do that. But yeah, apart from that, lot of War, Deep from Mars. We're playing a lot of the old games at the minute.
0: We are going back through our catalogue and getting yeah, all the classics yeah. out. Aren't we? And, and
2: I like to do that, to be honest. Yeah, but yeah. The um, I'll just again. I'm, we're looking forward to the board gaming marathon in. Yep in uh, a couple of weeks time, or week and a half's time. So.
1: I'm on holiday, I can't make it. No, same. Uh, yeah, I'm no, Dan, Dan did tell me. He did tell me off. Um, yeah, he, he, he keeps continuing to tell me off. Um, but what can I do? Give you a good yeah. spanking, JP. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I said Curly's going, and he's your best friend. Yeah, apparently. Your best <laughs> friend. <laughs> so that's enough. You, you don't need more than Curly. But no, that is true.
2: You don't need more than yeah. Curly. that's true. It's yeah, your big yeah. day
1: coming up, though, isn't it? you got a big day coming up?
2: Oh, what, my birthday? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, the, the thing is, my birthday Happy is Happy birthday! Play <laughs> um, some games! My, my birthday is yeah. only a couple of weeks away, but I mean, I cannot have a birthday board gaming day with the, the group leader, I want to call you, even though you wouldn't call himself that. Um, Big Ed. My, yeah, captain, JP, my captain, my captain. My captain, my <laughs> captain, JP, um, without him being there. So I'm going to wait for him to come back from holiday, and then we're going to do a... An all dayer. Um, uh, what did we get to get down to? August twenty something 8th, I think. Yeah, twenty seventh, twenty eighth. So we're gonna do an all day. Um... Before bank holidays, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. it. We're gonna do an all day board gaming day. Ten, I think it was up to ten or twelve people come around mm-hmm. my house. It's gonna be a fantastic day. But yeah, it's my fortieth birthday. So, there you go. You old git. So, yeah, instead of going out on going out the piss, I'm, I'm having a board game a day. I don't care. I'm more than happy with that. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah.
1: Sounds like the best thing to do.
2: Sure, yeah. my listeners
1: would agree, so.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. If anyone disagrees, they're probably not listening anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if anyone disagrees,
2: probably not the podcast for
1: yeah. you. <laughs> well, sticking with that, that theme of, of non-game and game-related, so as you mentioned, I'm going on holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I'm going to France um, with Rob. He's oh, yeah. He's also obviously on the on the podcast, so we're going with our respective families uh, for two weeks, cannot wait, just want to switch off Mm -hmm. and do the typical things you do in France without me being stereotypical and saying things, I'm not going to say it, baguettes, no I'm not going to say that,
0: baguettes, nice
1: garlic, (laughs) (laughs) not going to say any of that, Um, moulet free? no no, I can't speak French mate, Uh, Um, (laughs) so that's what I'm looking forward to, and then the same weekend as your birthday weekend, the game I'm actually looking forward to, obviously I'm looking forward to your birthday, weekend because we're course, playing yes, yes. but the day before we've got twilight imperium oh and oh yeah we've got double, double we've got a double bubble weekend. that weekend is going to be gaming heaven uh-huh. um but no the reason for twilight imperium is i've recently got the uh the third codex printed which mm. adds another faction oh, yeah. the of the who, mix. who did it in the end some uh, guy did it for uh, me, yeah, didn't yes some, some guy on the twilight imperium facebook group yeah house slap cow slap fact yeah yeah, yeah Facts, he, yeah. he and then he said domestic. milk something, but I knew it was something doing a cow. <laughs> uh, credit to yeah, you know, G, I know he didn't do it on his own; he had a group of people um, kind of helping out. Huge but of work. he yeah, yeah, he definitely. kind of coordinated all the requests for all the codexes one, two, and three, and and sorted it all out, got it printed, and and posted it to everybody. And I thought fantastic. I already had uh, codexes one, two. If anyone doesn't know what the hell I'm talking about, which is probably quite a few people, yeah. the codexes are like uh, print and play mini expansion modules or card replacements for balance. Uh, just think of it as like Yeah, because they, they, do, they up, do an update in FAQ, don't they? Yeah. In, not FAQ, Irata, right? Yeah, Sorry. and they uh, essentially just uh, uh, release all that through code. Balance yeah. which is really good. Which is quite cool. So I thought, I've got all that now. I'm just really excited to play TI, because I just, yeah. I love I think it. it's the only way that uh, a game from the 80s is
0: is still relevant, is because <laughs> they keep putting love yeah. into it. So, so
1: yeah, we've got, um, I think we've got at least, now yeah, I think we've got six. Six players. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, we have at the minute. It always gets a bit fluctuating. fluctuation. As yeah, because it's an
2: all-day event.
1: Yeah. Tend to, yeah. But uh, looking forward to getting them around the table and, and making an event of it as always.
2: Mean so, to me.
0: Yeah? yeah, Yeah. And with that, our final turn is wrapping up. And victory points are to be scored. Thanks for everyone for listening. If you've enjoyed the show, please like, subscribe and review on your podcast player of choice. If you want to get in contact with the show on our socials, you can email us on... Players at whoseturn.co.uk Check out our Facebook page, Whose Turn Is It Anyway podcast, Instagram page at Whose Turn Podcast, and TikTok at Whose Turn Is It Anyway. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Stay tuned for what that will be. So
1: until then. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> Whose turn is it again?
0: Who, Whose turn
3: is it? Yeah.